Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul, and it's the 30th day of March. We are going to proceed on into the sixth chapter of Mark today, but we're going to do it a little bit differently, and here's why. Tomorrow is the final day of the month of March, and of course, that means essay edition. Now, in the, in the calendar year 2023, as long as we're working through the Gospel of Mark, I made a decision back in January really just for my own joy. <laughs> this is why I did this, just for my own fun. I'm doing the essay. We've been doing them now for, I don't know, five years or more, final day of every month. There's no reason for me to do that other than I just want to, the discipline of forcing myself to write a little bit and think a little deeper every month about at least one thing. For the calendar year of 2023, as long as we are in Mark, wherever we are, that's where the essay is going to happen. So that we add, I add a layer to that discipline to, then, to not only have to write and think, but to possibly have to write and think about something that's not front of mind. And I think if I had started doing this in the beginning of essays, I wouldn't have done essays because who wants to be forced to write about something that's not front of mind? And so little glutton for punishment. I, I just, I feel like we have to tweak disciplines in our lives. And I, I know the word discipline carries with it some baggage for a lot of us from religion. So maybe let's shift it to uh, habits or spiritual formations. Anyway, uh, that's the reason why we do the essay and that's the reason why we're doing them this way. Now, because of that, I want to read for you the section that we're going to write the essay on for tomorrow. I want to make some sort of perusery comments to help really get your heart ready for what's going to come tomorrow and then let you know that the essay then will encompass this entire segment. This also helps us to move a little faster through one segment in one day. Same way we did last month, we were back in the parable of the sower uh, that allows us to move, that, that was back in uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 13. This allows us to cover several verses. Let's do so today. Let me read them all the way through from Mark chapter 6, beginning in verse 7, all the way through 13. That'll give you an idea about what the essay is going to cover. And he called the twelve to himself and began to send them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. He commanded them to take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, no copper in their money belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. Also, he said to them, in whatever place you enter a house, stay there till you depart from that place. And whoever will not receive you nor hear you, when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as a testimony against them. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. So they went out and preached that people should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. That's Mark chapter 6, verses 7 to 13. Now we're going to, on the essay, we're going to cover this as a topic. The idea that Jesus sends out twelve and that he sends them out in pairs, and that he sends them out without long-term physical preparation, and that he sends them out to be 
guests in people's homes and to spread some sort of message that in some way is closely related to the message to Sodom and Gomorrah. And that will get us into some pretty interesting ground tomorrow about what was the message to Sodom and Gomorrah and why invoke Sodom and Gomorrah in this passage. Does this have to do with sexual promiscuity or homosexuality or any of those things that are often associated with the Sodom and Gomorrah story? And of course, anointing with oil will drop itself into this story as well because there it is. But for today, to take away something on a singular podcast without the essay, consider the fact that Jesus in this scenario does not send us out alone because some trips need an accompaniment. Some trips are the trip through life with your spouse, with your family, with a partner in business. They are a trip. They they are not the entire trip. That's not your entire life he sends you to, but it's a journey. And some journeys cannot be taken alone. Obviously, if there are journeys that cannot be taken alone, there are journeys that probably should be taken alone. And so you'll go down into wildernesses by yourself with nothing but your faith. But you sometimes need to go into your mission field with a partner that shares your heart. So we'll talk about that and what that might look like. There's also the indication, based upon the fact that they are what they are told not to take, way more than what they're told to take, that sometimes what we have to do on the journey of life is not over-prepare or wait around until we have everything figured out. Some journeys, again, not every journey, but some journeys seem to be best traveled with those who have nothing more than faith and an assurance in their heart that they're heading the right direction. And they, it's not that the other things are wrong, but that those other things, the lack thereof or the, the uh, presence thereof, make no difference on whether or not we make the journey. And believe you me, that is a toughie to grow into, is to get to the place of the journey of faith where I'm not dotting the I's and crossing the T's and making sure that everything is in place before we take our first step. Because sometimes the journey, I didn't say all the time, but sometimes the journey requires that you don't wait. And all of that leads us into the ministry itself. And in this case, it's staying into a place as long as they will have you. But when they don't want you, shake off the dust of your feet Leave the thing behind that doesn't matter. Don't leave a piece behind that does in a place where you're not honored or where you're not loved. Be careful where you leave yourself. Leaving your footprint is one thing, but leaving yourself is another. And the Sodom and Gomorrah of this passage, the threat that Sodom and Gomorrah would rise up in judgment against that city, might have more to do with hospitality or the lack thereof than it does with sexual promiscuity. And finally, the message hasn't changed. They go out and tell people to change their mind. And in that message, they cast out the demons and they anoint people with oil and they see healing. And this might be, this might not not even need to be said, but I'll say it anyway. Notice it's the 12 that went out 
and the twelve cast out devils, and the twelve heal the sick. And included among the twelve are a Peter who will deny Christ and a Judas who will betray him. So fallen people are still used by God. I'm excited about this one. Tomorrow, essay edition. We'll see you then. God bless.